0: Hi, this is Jim and Ralph, and we welcome you to uh, Psychology Takeaway, the podcast where we attempt to look at current research and uh, relate it to you and your psychological and even physical health. So, how have you been, Ralph?
1: Well, I've been good, except uh, I find myself unusually tired today, Jim. And there's a reason for that.
0: Okay. I find myself tired today, too. Uh, I think the reason that I'm attributing to it is seasonal allergies. How about you?
1: Well, for me, it's a slightly different uh, cause, and that has to do with our topic for today, which is the effect of blue light on people's health.
0: Are you talking about... uh, 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 Kmart and the blue
1: light special? (laughs) No, I'm talking about uh, the high-energy visible blue light, which is what uh, makes the sky blue during the day. And uh, that reflection of the blue energy light in the sky fades at twilight, and so our reds and oranges come out. But okay. there's another uh thing that is uh influenced by blue light, and that is it can uh interfere with a person's internal clock.
0: The circadian rhythm that you're talking about, right?
1: Yes, and one of the reasons why it uh can interfere with a person's internal clock is that a lot of our devices, our screens, uh, computer, phone, etc., etc., emit high-energy visible blue light as part of their performance. And last night, uh, as you know, Jim, from visiting yesterday, uh, my wife was down with seasonal allergies herself, And when she went to bed, she was coughing a lot and she said to me, why don't you sleep on uh, the second bed and then you won't have me rolling around and coughing in your ear. So I did that. But she went up to bed at about 9.30 and I was uh, downstairs on the computer and I got watching YouTubes, and I got watching a movie, and the next thing I know, it's one o'clock in the morning, and I go to lie down, uh, thinking, oh boy, I've way past my bedtime here, I should have been in bed two hours ago, and of course, because of, I think, the blue light, um, I didn't sleep worth a darn.
0: No kidding. You know, Ralph, that scenario that you just laid out is one that they talked about on Science Friday. This last uh, uh, Friday, a couple of researchers have written a book about teens and tweens and how they're not getting enough sleep. And um, one uh, kid that phoned in said that she was getting about three hours of sleep a night. And um, um, in her case, it wasn't The screen per se, it was that she couldn't turn off her device because she was afraid that she'd uh, uh, miss something. So she's staying awake for uh, uh, or just getting three hours of sleep. But they also talked about screen time and people who, like you, have had perhaps an overabundance of it, and uh, um, uh, this is causing our teens and tweens to uh, lose. uh, high-quality sleep.
1: Yeah, and we know that uh, people of of that age, uh, just their their physical uh, body development that's going on, uh, they need 9 to 10 hours of good sleep a night. And I think very few people are getting that, whether they're teens and tweens or adults. I think, you know, the national... uh, Figures say that most people get about uh, seven hours.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's, uh, that's right. And I read a study recently or a report recently about screen use during uh, the pandemic. Um, typically, in a place like oh China uh, or Japan, screen usage might be fairly high. You know, it might be um, seven or eight hours a day. But during the pandemic, it went up to you know 15 hours a day in uh, for for some people, and way over average for almost everyone. So, yeah, it's uh, it's it's hard to get a decent night's sleep these days. So
1: it with the blue, the blue light. And you know one of the one of the other things, Jim, that uh, affects uh, both physical health and I think psychological health is um, the blue light um, seems to have, now this is correlational, it's not causational, but we know that uh, people who experience a lot of blue light in their life uh, are at risk for diabetes and obesity. So you say, well, okay, let's uh, let's factor out the fact that people are getting a lot of screen time, might not be getting exercise. Let's hold constant for that. And they've done that, and they discovered that uh, the effect on the circadian rhythm seems to... Uh, put blood sugar levels up, and uh, reduce the levels of leptin, which is a hormone that leaves people feeling full, uh, and that goes down. So even though you're eating sufficient food to make you feel full, if you don't have enough leptin, that signal never gets uh, to your body and it never says, hey, quit eating.
0: Yeah. You know, Charles Seisler, he's the chief of uh, sleep and circadian disorders at Brigham Women's Hospital in Boston. He's studied this stuff for a long time. And, uh, yeah, he, too, talks about the decrease in uh, uh, insulin, uh, an increase in uh, uh, cardiovascular problems, uh, increase in diabetes. uh, And he mentions uh, weight gain also. People who sleep. And this is a big study. This is a study with forty thousand uh, uh, people. Uh, people who sleep with a TV uh, or a light on, uh, not necessarily a blue light, uh, had a fifteen percent or sixteen or seventeen percent increase in risk of gaining eleven pounds over the course of five years. So it's uh, it's big. You know, one of the things that I've noticed, Ralph, and. Uh, it's not about blue light, but it might be uh, uh, similar. Is that if I get up at 3 o'clock in the morning to go to the bathroom, you know, I look around uh, my my house and there's a lot of ambient light. Well, there's not enough light for me to read, but, uh, you know, I might go out toward the kitchen to get a glass of water and, uh, there are uh, little night lights around the devices that are around the house uh, you know a um, uh, an air filter for one um, a dehumidifier or a humidifier for another they all have these little lights on them and then i look outside and even though we live in the country there is still quite a lot of just sort of ambient light and so i was wondering well what's the relationship between just plain ordinary light and sleep. And lo and behold, uh, a researcher from Northwestern University publishes an article in uh, the, I think, uh, Annals of Neuroscience in the last couple of weeks, and uh, she has looked at a small group of people, um, not correlationally, but uh, in a controlled study, and yes, indeed, light is a significant factor in um, Uh, First of all, uh, the uh, lack of production or the decreased production in insulin and the increased um, um, uh, cardiovascular uh, uh, work. She had 20 people. On day one, they took base measurements, and uh, uh, then on day two, um, some of the people, about half, slept in a room with a low level light on the other half slept in a room with um uh, uh, no lights. you know think of a vegas uh, uh hotel room you know with blackout curtains, and uh, the uh, folks that had the uh, uh, low level of light, even though it wasn't a lot of light, showed signs of um, uh, a slacking off of the immune system and uh, you know some some you know, beginning evidences, at least, of cardiovascular and and uh, perhaps uh, pancreatic uh, problems. This is a short study. There was nothing with the the uh, 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 group that was in the dark room. Uh, melatonin didn't seem to be affected by either one. Um, and and uh, you know that you're not going to put people in a uh, uh, experimental uh, uh, light condition if you know that it's going to you know, cause uh, damage but how many of our people around the world put themselves voluntarily in this uh, sort of uh, twilight zone sleep
1: yeah and uh, a guy named Stephen Lockley uh, who's a Harvard uh, researcher uh, he did a, a similar study and he discovered that uh, Eight lumens uh which is uh that's not hard. under under what most table lamps would produce, about twice that of an average uh night light has okay. a pretty strong effect,
0: wow, so just a little thing like a night light,
1: yeah, and uh,
0: uh this much some the of
1: world. the uh, some of the things that uh he discovered is that. You know, even uh, so you've got your stereo and you turn it out, but there's still a light on it that says it's got power. Your television has a light on it that says it's got power. Your computer has a light on it that says it's got power. So all these three lights, if they're in the same room, they could very well be over eight lux, and that would have an effect
0: hmm Yeah, just that little tiny bit of of uh, light that we really pretty much take for granted these days. Yeah.
1: Um, well, the the other thing, Jim, that I was interested to find was that uh, if you have uh, short sleep, which is affected by light uh, and uh, decrease in melatonin, although there seems to be Uh, some controversy of whether melatonin is really affected and if so, to what extent. But short sleep just in itself increases your risk for depression if you hold all other factors constant. So nothing wrong with your marriage, nothing wrong with your job, nothing wrong with your life, everything should be okay, but you haven't been sleeping well for 6 weeks you're apt to be much more depressed than somebody who's been getting a normal sleep
0: yeah and uh you know we've got our people who are you know chronically sleep deprived um maybe people on um, uh rotating shift work you know i can i can remember When I was a college student, and then in the summer I'd work at uh, Algoma Steel, Um, I'd uh, work from the 3 to 11 shift. So, you know, I get uh, home at about 12 o'clock, sleep till about 12 o'clock the next day, and get up, pack my lunch, and do it again. So that's, you know, 12 hours sleep. Um, And that, some studies suggest, may. Put an individual at risk for uh, uh, having cardiovascular uh, uh, events or having strokes, but on other uh, um, shifts, like oh, day shift, you know, I'd work from seven o'clock till three o'clock, go out and play with my friends uh, till uh, um, two o'clock in the morning, uh, get up at uh, five to. Uh, um, get ready you know to go to work and uh you know I would have uh, I would I could do it for a few days but I remember one summer there was a foreman who liked me and uh, and he knew I was a college student and uh, needed money for tuition and so he gave me as much um overtime as uh, he could he could fit in and so I would work from um about oh 7 to 3, and then I'd get the 3 to 11 shift, uh, get home uh, after that, get my few hours of sleep. And by the end of the summer, I was dangerous. You know, I was chronically sleep-deprived, and uh, it didn't help that I was uh, running a small crane uh, to uh, load steel into, uh, into trucks. And then I would uh, get into the truck and have to ratchet these big steel coils and stacks of steel down so that they didn't fall off the uh, edge of the truck. Uh, I think that the the drivers always checked my work. But, uh, hey, if they didn't, how would you like to be driving down Highway 17, Ralph, in a a big uh, roll of steel packed by Jim Carroll, Rolls off the end of the truck and it's coming to you toward you at about fifty miles an hour. I, I would just
1: say, assume not experience that, Jim.
0: <laughs> I, I, me too, and I don't think it ever happened. but it's, It does point out the, the 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 problems that might be associated with things like sleep deprivation. Do you have yeah. any sleep deprivations?
1: well i I did the same sort of thing working doubles and not getting enough sleep and uh um, staying up too late, partying hard, and then going to work in the morning and and coming out you know maybe after double shift and and feeling that you were just about dead and then Two people would call and say, "Come on, we're going down to the boat club. Uh, it's going to be a good night." And away I'd go. And you know, uh, yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't think that there's a lot of uh, health factors in the uh, in the expression. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think you're right. So one of the things that the the researchers on uh Science Friday said is that you can't really talk to teens and tweens about getting more sleep, you know, because you come off as a crusty old adult who wants to uh uh spoil the teen or tween's uh fun um and uh, you know They say you know you need to rest, and they say, well, I don't need to rest. I'm I'm you know I'm in pretty good good health, pretty good shape. I might rest on the weekends and catch up on sleep, and that that, you know that can happen. But there's a rebound effect there as well. So they said, what we should do is rebrand sleep. Instead of saying you need to rest, uh, you actually educate the teen or tween uh, on the fact that hey, when you're sleeping. Uh, you're really not resting your brain is very very active it's doing some things to build new brain cells it's uh, getting rid of some of the flotsam and jetsam of the of the day that uh, you know your your brain is a, the most active organ in your body and it needs to get rid of some of the some of the toxins and uh, so if you say you know your sleep is kind of the equivalent of um, uh Getting exercise, and a teen might—they thought at least—understand that that okay, just like my body needs exercise, my brain needs exercise too. And yeah, I guess I am getting exercise during the night, even though uh, I'm you know not aware of what's going on. And yeah, the studies that and, we've seen are. You yeah, go ahead, Rob.
1: Well, I was going to say, Jim. One of the interesting things about that, in terms of exercise, is. Do you know what the most active muscles of your body are through the day?
0: Uh, I would say probably legs. No, oh, exactly.
1: no it's the muscles that control your eyes huh, because okay. they're I guess always you're right. moving. They're, uh, you know, adjusting the focal length of your eyes. They're adjusting where your eyes are looking. So mm-hmm. they are tremendously active, and that's one of the reasons why when somebody says, I haven't been doing anything but reading or watching TV. I don't understand why my eyes are so tired. Well, that's the reason.
0: Hmm. Okay, yeah. So what's what's the solution here? I know there are a couple of them. Uh, one, get enough sleep. But how do you how do you do that after you've uh, been uh, in front of your your device like you until you know one o'clock at night? Well, okay, maybe you try to limit the amount of time prior to going to bed. In yeah. your case, time time just got away from you. And th- these kids that were interviewed on. Uh, Friday say that uh, uh, hey it's uh, eight o'clock at night I'm scrolling through I'm you know just looking to see what's what other people are doing and all of a sudden it's two o'clock in the morning you know time gets away so yeah um,
1: so the other with, thing
0: with yeah, you it's... go ahead yeah well with you um, what you could have done um, but probably would not have been appreciated is uh, if you uh, <clears throat> Could have taken a warm bath or a warm shower. That often will help people to um, uh, find their way into dreamland. Unfortunately, you'd probably wake your wife up, and she, you know, wouldn't like it. So, uh, if you if you can decide that you're going to go to bed at, say, oh nine o'clock, you're a teen, and nine o'clock is your your bedtime. A lot of the kids I talk to say, I just can't. Go to sleep. I get to bed at nine o'clock, but I'm still awake at eleven. Well, the yeah. uh, the bath or shower might help.
1: Well, you know the other thing, Jim, that is is true also, and particularly for kids today uh, who seem to spend an inordinate inordinate amount of time indoors. Uh huh. One of the things that's strongly recommended is that. You expose yourself to a lot of uh, bright light during the day, as in daylight. So uh-huh. try and try and get outside and spend three or four hours outside in daylight. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly enough, although you're exposing yourself to light, including blue light, that does help the mm-hmm. sleep.
0: Okay. Yeah. Alright, that's, uh, that's kind of an interesting one. That was a uh, a uh, correlate that they talked about also on Science Friday. They hit a lot of things, and I'll see if I can put up the, the link to that. But um, one of the things that is being talked about now is doing away with Eastern Time, or Eastern Standard Time, and going to Daylight Saving Time uh, twenty four uh, uh, 365 days a year. And... Um, the researchers, like Charles Seisler uh, and, and others, say that this would be uh, not a good thing for just the reason that uh, you uh, uh, mentioned, that with daylight, I don't know if you've noticed, but we've gone back to daylight saving time. You wake up in the morning, uh, suppose you're going to go to work for you know a 7 o'clock or an 8 o'clock uh, shift, or you're going to go to work for, uh, school for an 8 o'clock class, uh, you're go, you're you're waking up in the dark. You're driving in the dark, and you're in a building not with the um, kind of light that you were talking about, Ralph, but with with hey the blue lights from the fluorescence for your six to eight hours, and then you leave and you hey it's nice and bright out here. Okay, so. It's now uh, uh, 10 o'clock at night. It's still pretty bright, and usually it was the go- setting of the sun that would you know, that would tell our biological clock that it is uh, hey, time to hit the hey time to go to bed. But uh, uh, I wonder how people handle things like almost 24-hour light uh, north of the Arctic Circle for you know half the year and almost 24 hours of the dark uh, in the same place. Any idea about that?
1: I really don't know other than, uh, people say, "A, you get used to it. And, Mm -mm. uh, I, I don't think that I would, uh, that I would like that. I, I, I think I, I find myself needing the sunlight.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. We used to think that, uh, we needed to go to Florida at spring break because we were the equivalent of blind moles. You know, at, uh, <laughs> at Our universities we needed some some uh, antidote uh, antidote to the uh, to the the gloom. And then living in Michigan too, it was it's pretty interesting because we you know we're on a peninsula and we're surrounded on all sides it seems by uh, water and uh guess what water produces yeah. lots and lots and lots of gray sky <laughs> particularly in yeah. you know, the uh winter time okay
1: so anyway for uh the benefit of our listeners uh one of the things you can do is if you're going to have uh a light on in the evening uh as a night light uh, make it a red bulb. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, that makes some sense.
1: That's uh, what they did the submarine,
0: right?
1: Yeah. Red light seems to interfere with the natural um, uh, shift in circadian rhythm and uh, melatonin production. It's less likely to affect those. Huh. Good tip. So,
0: one tip: uh, go to bed at a regular time. Another tip: you know, you can kind of cool down with a hot bath. And if you're going to have lights on, you know, just watch those lights that are in your uh, in your environment. Like Ralph says, it doesn't take very many lumens to uh, 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 mess up your uh, circadian rhythms. And if you're going to have lights, uh, switch to um, switch to, to red lights. Okay. I think we've uh, kind of looked at uh, uh, we've, we've shed some light here, Ralph, on uh, the relationship between sleeping and uh, what's going on in our uh, um, bedrooms or in our houses and uh, next week we're going to be back with psychology takeaway, looking at uh, some other uh, potentially important uh, 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 what studies that can affect uh, how you and I and other people will uh, uh, function in our daily life. So until next week, this is Jim.
1: And Ralph. And I just want to leave our listeners with uh, one little anecdote that comes from W.C. Fields, the famous comedian of the previous century, who uh, saw a man who was suffering from insomnia, and Fields said, Mm Insomnia, hey, I know a good cure for that. Get plenty of sleep.
0: (laughs) Okay, Ralph. Until next week, keep your stick on the ice.
1: Because we're all in this This together. together.